Hey everyone, this is Fernando Tibaio from the Porsche's metal band Moonspell. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hall from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. Phil from Violence here. This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder. This is Christian from Lions at the Gate. Yo, 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 Igor Cavalera here. Hey, this is Charlie with Anthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedalton and Metal Radio, the podcast. The podcast to get all your rock and metal news plus reviews. With new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in. Keep rocking with Pedal to the Metal. Check it out now. Keep it metal. What's up, everybody? It's your main man, Eddie Monster here. And we've got another episode of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast for you guys. Uh, Hopefully you guys have had a good week. Hopefully you've done some eventful stuff. Uh, maybe you're going to concerts. I don't know. Maybe there's a good show around your area. Uh, but anyways, one of the things I wanted to get into right from the start is that if you want to follow the show, you can do so by following any of the links that are in the description below. That is the easiest way to follow us on any of the formats that are available. You can also follow any of the bands that we play on the show Because there will be a link associated with their name. All you got to do is go over their name, click it, boom, it'll take you right to wherever. Whether it's their Facebook page or their Bandcamp page. We're going to lead you to somewhere. Somewhere that will connect you with that band for sure. So remember, always support local music. Support artists that that may not be mainstream, but they're almost there. Those are the bands to check out. And we play them on the show all the time. Uh, we want to get started right away because last week I was a little ticked off that this news had come in right after I posted the episode because I would have loved, loved to have talked about this on that episode. But you know what? I'm not a bitter, bitter guy. We'll just wait till now. Anyways, uh, so a little news came out from the Slipknot camp that they had parted ways with Jay Weinberg. And it seemed like a mutual kind of thing where I think both sides kind of decided it was time to kind of go their separate ways. And while that is shocking to me, um, I got to be honest, do I I appreciate everything Slipknot has done in the past, but I think it's gotten to a point that you start treating them like Kiss right where you get you know these lineup changes all these things that happen and it's like is there a time period in a in a group's existence where you stop caring necessarily like i know a lot of fans um had checked out of kiss in the 80s right cuz they were like this isn't kiss like what the hell and then there's this some that they stayed on no matter what And you're always going to have those fans no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like you're always going to have fans that stick around through the thick and the thin because they are true fans. And you got those that kind of like, hey, this isn't my band anymore. And uh, I think that's sort of the case with me with Slipknot. I'm still trying to recover here my voice. Um, I feel like Slipknot got to a point, and and to me – I think I was holding out for a very long time 
And I think it was to hold out in hopes that Joey Jordanson would eventually go back to Kiss. Like, I think that was a moment. I mean, go back to Kiss. Excuse me, go back to Slipknot. Uh, and I think that's a moment I kind of held out for. Like, it was like, you're dying to see Peter Chris and Ace Freely back in Kiss. And it's always a possibility because they're all four members are still alive. But I think I think all of that <clears throat> essentially ended for me when I found out Joey Jordan said had passed away. I think that was kind of when I was totally checked out of Slipknot, to be perfectly honest, in, in, in that aspect. And, and whatever, it is what it is. I mean, they lost Paul Gray. They were still able to continue. But, I mean, it's just been a domino effect with Slipknot and seeing other members leave and so on and so forth. But Joey, for me, was always my attraction to Slipknot. But anyway, so the band had said that they had decided to part ways with, with Jay Weinberg because of cre- a creative decision. And uh, Weinberg apparently was blindsided by it, right? He was heartbroken, blindsided. He says this, this isn't the end, and I'm thrilled to discover what the future has in store for us. I sometimes wonder what it'd be like to pay a visit to my wide-eyed 10-year-old self falling head over heels in love with a new and exciting sound and culture and tell him all about it all about the last 10 years. Even on the hardest days, I'd like to think he'd be stoked about the adventure that was in store for him. I was heartbroken and blindsided to receive the phone call that I did on the morning of November 5th, the news of which most of you learned shortly after. However, I've been overwhelmed by and truly grateful for the outpouring of love and support I've received from this incredible community I consider to be my creative and artistic home. This is not the ending to the journey I dreamt of and committed myself to seeing through, not by a long shot. But despite the confusion and sadness, there's something that's provided an equal amount of comfort. For many of you reading this, 10 years ago, we weren't yet acquainted, and now we are. For that, I'm thankful in ways I'll never be able to fully express. I love playing the drums, and I'll always love playing the drums. I'll always have a passion for music, art, and creative expression. Expression. Nothing will ever change that. There you go. And I got to give the kid credit. He stepped into big shoes. I mean, definitely stepped in to some big shoes when he took over for Slipknot and took over for Joey. Um, was I a fan of the music? <clears throat> yeah, there was there was some pluses and minuses to a lot of the music they had done <clears throat> on the. Um, I can't remember the name of their albums off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, you know the the few albums that he was a part of, there was some some pluses. But I just think Joey's um, drumming was just that much more exciting and that much more fulfilling. I think the creative process then was just a lot different than it became with Weinberg and the bass player there, because uh, they kind of came in almost kind of at the same time. So yeah, there you go. That is that is that news. It's unfortunate for Jane Weinberg, but I guarantee this is not the end of him, and it's probably not going to be the last time you see him drumming around. I mean, the guy is the son of a famous drummer, and 
he's now exposed to the metal world. Metal world knows him and respects him, so he'll be around uh, for sure. All right, let's take a small, quick break. We're going to get into a Bands You Should Know artist right now, and then when we come back, it's time for Rock and Metal News. That's right, more Rock and Metal News because it's what it shows all about. And if you are a fan of such bands as the Deftones, Sleep Token, and Typo Negative, then I've got the project for you coming all the way from Brussels, Belgium, born in 2023. Pure is a doom metal duo from Belgium. Their music is a subtle blend of soaring melodies and brutal riffs. Without denying the fundamental codes of doom, Pure reappropriate them to create a unique sound which will delight the most fervent fans of the genre but which will also seduce the new generation the debut album solstice won't be released until february 26 2024 but the band is already making a name for themselves with all their live performances that they're doing which shows that they are impressive in the fact of their energy and their depth so i am excited to play them on the show let's check it out this is pure And this is their single tomorrow, right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast.
It's time for Rock and Metal News, presented by Eddie Monster. Alright, so as we previously discussed, the metal world has come out in support of Jay Weinberg, so let's read some of this. Uh, Mike Portnoy, of anybody, knows there's always second chances, this and that, considering that Mike Portnoy is now back in Dream Theater, which is which came out of left field. But we always knew that was going to happen. Uh, but anyways, he says, this is only the end of one chapter. You have many more to write, bro. Always have your back. Uh, Quilly's Priester, who uh, used to be in Angra and Hangar, or Hangar, I should say, uh, says, I've been there before, brother, and I know how hard it is, but you're a badass drummer and very young, I'm sure. Uh, God never never closed one door before open much more opportunities. Keep it up. Uh, Lizzie Hale says, love you, love to you, darling. You are a legend, and great things are still on the horizon for you. Uh, Eloy Casagranda from Sepultura says, you're one of the greatest, Jay. It'll be a pleasure watching your next steps. Much love. Krim uh, from Septic Flash, thank you, Jay, for putting your energy and passion in this band. We felt it. This is for sure not the end, and we all wish the best for your next chapter. I mean, and it goes on and on. There's so many people. I mean, Colin Young from Twitching Tongues, God's Hate, Dead Body, says, One of the few people in the world whose depth of their talent matches the size of their heart. Best drummer in the world, best person to have in your corner. Can't wait to see what you do next. Uh, Joey Castillo, you're, you're, my, you're the best, my brother. Much love and respect, so on and so forth. So there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, support that's out there for Jay Weinberg. <clears throat> and why not? And you know what? And I'm not denying that he is an incredible drummer because obviously to have to step in the shoes of Joey Jordanson and play those songs, and he did it, you know, without even thinking, you know, twice or whatever, he is a, a, a really good drummer. You know what I mean? Um, I know there's been other people that have spoken out. Um, I believe Lord Jane Grace is one. Because this is a different side of the spectrum, let me tell you. So, Lord Jane Grace, for those of you that don't know, Jane Weinberg and Lord Jane Grace were in against me together from 2010 to 2012. So there's the caption from Rolling Stone. So I believe this is all on Twitter, I believe, or X, whatever you want to call it now, where, you know, it's the headline drummer Jay Weinberg has responded to the news saying heartbroken and blindsided. Lord basically just posts, if true, poetic justice. And then replies to her own post saying oh does it suck to find out via twitter little bitch boy so there's a different side of the spectrum and again we don't know every single detail of what happened between these two when they're in against me but apparently he quit the same exact way he uh announced he was leaving against me uh, you know via uh twitter i believe back in the day is what i'm reading so a little bit of a different side of the coin there on that. So there you go. Uh, this is cool news. So Port Royal, South Carolina has a brand new mayor. 
And for those of you guys that are fans of Fight Paris, then you'll know exactly who Kevin Phillips is because he is the former vocalist and now he is the mayor of Port Royal, South Carolina. That's right, he won. Phillips unseated the incumbent Joey DeVito by a 60% to 40% margin. Basically, it was 628 votes to 411 votes. Uh, so prior... So, man, this dude's done everything. He was, he's was he been an attorney. Now he's a mayor, and he he fronted Fight Paris. Um, and the band put out one record called Paradise Found in 2005, which was via Trustco Records. You guys all remember that label. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Congratulations, uh, you know, to him. Uh, if you've wanted to see Kiss's final concert ever and you can't make it to New York City, then there is a way you can watch it. That's right. The The final concert is being streamed on PPV.com. So basically PayPerView.com. Uh, yeah, so December 2nd at Madison Square Garden in New York City. That's a Saturday. They are streaming the final show ever. And it comes with a hefty cost. That's right. So if you live in the U.S. and Canada... It's going to cost you $39.99 and $14.99 if you live outside of North America. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, but the band is also, as we know, they're, they're planning on doing a biopic, which is going to be coming out on Netflix uh, sometime. I don't know when exactly, but we just keep hearing that it's soon, soon, soon. And apparently they've, you know, Doc McGee, uh, told Mike Brunn on, on his podcast, The Rock Experience, that it's titled Shout It Out Loud, and it's supposed to be very similar in stylist and style-wise to Motley Crue's The Dirt and also The Runaways movie, uh, which was about Joan Jett and Lita Ford. So, yeah. And uh, according to McGee, it's a biopic about the first four years of Kiss. We're just starting it now. We already sold it. It's already done. We have a director, and I believe that's as about as far as he goes. Um, and I believe the director is Joaquin Roning, who was known for Malefic Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. So there you go. That is who is going to be doing that. I hate to talk about the Grammys because I think the Grammys fucking suck. I think it's just like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's just a big pile of shit. Uh, but this year, there's been some surprises here as far as uh, nominees because Metallica, Ghost, Slipknot, Spirit, and so many more have received nominations. So for Best Rock Performance, you've got the Arctic Monkeys with sculptures of Anything Goes, Black Pumas, More Than a Love Song, Boy Genius, Not Strong Enough, Foo Fighters with Rescued and Metallica with Lux Eterna. In the best metal performance category, you have Disturbed with Badman, Ghost with their cover of Phantom of the Opera, Metallica with 72 Seasons, Slipknot with Hive Mind, and Spirit Box with Jaded. So not a, that's not a bad category. I could see any one of those bands winning. Uh, best Rock Song, they've got the Rolling Stones with Angry, Olivia Rodrigo with Ballad of a Homeschooled Girl, Queens of the Stone Age 
with the motion sickness. Boy Genius, not strong enough, and the Foo Fighters rescued. Uh, best rock album. They've got the Foo Fighters, but here we are. Greta Van Fleet with Starcatcher. Metallica with 72 Seasons. Paramore, This Is Why. And Queens of the Stone Age in Times New Roman. So, um, yeah. I don't know. So, apparently, it's uh, the ceremony is going to take place February 4th at the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles, California. And uh, the ceremony will air live on the CBS television network, and it will also stream on Paramount+. Plus. But I guaranteed right now, I'm going to say this right now, I guaranteed at least a couple of those are going to be one of those things where it's just announced on the bottom that so-and-so has won. Guaranteed. It'll never be on television. They'll never actually hand out the award on, uh, on TV. This is uh, an interesting, interesting subject because I've always wondered when a band is so iconic, do they continue when a member dies, right? And we've seen it. We've seen Metallica is probably the biggest example of that, you know, continuing on even after the passing of Cliff Burton. And they've never lost a step. I mean, whether it be Jason Newstead on bass or Robert Trujillo on bass, they've never missed a step. But how do you continue a band whose drummer is as iconic as Neil Peart or Neil Peart, depending on who you talk to? Uh, but Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson are apparently they're open to going out on the road and playing as Rush again. And as we all know, you know, they played their final show, I believe it was back in 2015, but Neil Peart <clears throat> passed away in 2020. And then at the uh, South Park 20th, 25th anniversary show back in 2022, Geddy Lee and Alex Lifeson took the stage and they played Closer to the Heart. Um... I believe they reunited again at the Taylor Hawkins tribute shows. Um, and then, yeah, so, I mean, you know, here's the thing. As I said, how do you continue on when you have a drummer that was that iconic? And that begins the question. Is it something that, you, you know, would, would you, the fans, first of all, first and foremost, I mean... I know it doesn't matter, but first and foremost, you, the fans, would you want to see it, right? And they could get anybody, guaranteed. I mean, you know, at some of these shows, they had, you know, people like Danny Carey, a tool, uh, playing it. They had Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Dave Grohl. But, I mean, obviously, Grohl can't do it, and then Danny Carey is not going to be able to do it because tool... Uh, is still touring, but it depends when exactly this reuniting would exist. You know what I mean? And then if it's just a live aspect, then maybe because, as you all know, Neil per uh, Neil Peart uh, was such an integral part of that band. He wrote all of the songs, like lyrics, everything. But here's what Getty Lee said. It had been a taboo subject. And playing those songs again with a third person was the elephant in the room. 
and that kind of disappeared. It was nice to know that if we decided to go out, Alex and I, whether we went out as part of a new thing or whether we just wanted to go out and play Rush as Rush, we can do that now. And uh, apparently him and Lifeson, according to him, they got together back in October 2022 and they jammed. And it was the first time in a long time that they had done that. And, you know, apparently when asked if, you know, Rush was a possibility, Lee, I guess, basically told him that, you know, Lifeson just went, you know, uh, just underwent surgery for uh, stomach issues back in July. So that all depends on him is basically what he's saying. He says he needs to feel good and feel healthy and strong. And then maybe we have a discussion. So, I mean, again, you know, you guys need. I mean, sometimes I, I, I say it doesn't matter because bands will make choices anyways. But, you know, do you, the fans, want to see Rush get back together? I mean, I would love to see Rush personally because I never got to see them, unfortunately, when uh, when Neil was still alive. So I never got to see that. And that's probably one of my biggest regrets concert-wise. And I've seen a lot of bands. I've gotten to see a lot of bands. And, and my mission now with, with bands is is basically my bucket list bands. If you're not on my bucket list, I don't care. I'm not seeing you. Uh, and that's basically what it is. You know, I've been to so many concerts, supported so many bands. Now it's, it's time for me to see the bands I've always wanted to see. And uh, I definitely think I would put that, that up there. Uh, so Mick Mars is back in the news and he gives his uh, he gives an update on his lifelong battle with ankylosing spondylitis and how there could be potential shows. That's right. And according to the Mayo Clinic, it is an inflammatory disease that over time can cause some of the bones in the spine called vertebrae to fuse. Uh, I remember Mick, I think, put it best feeling like if there's cement in your back. Well, here's what Ms. said. Uh, Ms. Here's what the Mar what Mick Mars said uh, to Q104.3. He said, "My AS is what it is. There's nothing I could do about that. The hard stuff like flying here and doing this, that crap is a little difficult for me to do nowadays because I'm almost a solid bone now. I've got a little rough. It got, excuse me. It got a little rough, but that doesn't mean." I'm not going to do a lot of music. As long as my brain and my hands and legs work, I'm never stopping. <clears throat> as we know, uh, Mick's, uh, Mick announced his first ever solo album, which is called The Other Side of Mars, which is due out February 23rd. And uh, here's what he said. If I, I would say if there was one-offs or residency for a couple of nights or whatever, I could do that. But it's the flying around and then you get like, let's say Japan and it's like a 12 hour flight or something. And it's just like, I mean, I getting older with this crap. I'm not 30 anymore. I'm 72 years old. Um, yeah, so. I don't know. I'm excited to hear uh, Mick Mars's solo music as far as seeing, you know, Mick live. 
I mean, would I personally go and do it? I mean, I, I, I doubt it. Personally, I don't know. I doubt it. But anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, if you're a fan of Venom Incorporated, then you could be a little disappointed in this news. Jeremy Kling has officially split with Venom Incorporated. That's right. The drummer, Jeremy War Machine, uh, War Machine Kling, has officially split with them, citing logistical issues. He says, I've decided to part ways with Venom Incorporated due to logistical reasons. This has been an incredible journey that has taken me around the world. I've seen countries I've never been to, met wonderful friends, and had a blast doing it. I'm proud of what we created on There's Only Black, as well as the countless shows we've played over the years. Very special thanks <clears throat> to all of the Venom fans that have accepted and welcomed me into the legacy. I will forever cherish your support. There you go. And Venom Incorporated has yet to announce a replacement for Kling. So we wish Kling all the best in the world for sure. Uh, Iron Maiden is teaming up <clears throat> with Z2 Comics. Z2 Comics is badass, dude. They've done some pretty badass shit. And they're doing a comic book. Of Iron Maiden's Peace of Mind, which is pretty badass, is celebrating the upcoming 40th anniversary of the book. And according to them, it's a stunning love letter to fans packed with comics, art, and testimonials from acclaimed writers, artists, actors, and musicians. There you go. That is going to be cool. I love what Z2 does. Um, all right, so that's going to do it for Rock and Metal News. Let's take a little break. To check out another Bands You Should Know artist. And then when we get back, I have a five-minute review. That's right. We are doing a five-minute review of a comic book that was issued about Exodus. So, in the band that we chose for uh, our second artist, it doesn't take much to sell me. You had me at Black and Horror Thrash Metal. But then you had me at Cover. Kiss cover since we talked about Kiss so let's rock this out if you are a fan of King Diamond at the gates and death then you're going to like Oakland California's From Hell these guys are a unique heavy metal band that specializes in crafting horror concept albums each recording is intended to be a standalone horror story that will leave you on the edge of your seat their first release called Ascent From Hell tells the chilling tale of a corpse that awakens in hell only to find out that his soul still lives on inside the body of a priest on earth. The corpse must go back to earth, find the priest's body, and drag his soul back to hell. If you want to hear more shit like that, then you need to check out these guys. They've recently covered Merciful Fates Come to the Sabbath. And now they've unleashed a cover of Kiss's classic track, God of Thunder. One of my favorite Kiss songs. So without further ado, let's check it out right here. This is From Hell. This is God of Thunder.
back everybody so it's time for our five minute review uh we've done this before where it takes five minutes that's all i've got so i got a comic book from opus publishing and i tried looking up as much as i could about opus but they're doing a lot of badass shit with metal bands that's for sure i've seen stuff with halloween uh various other like uh, my bloody valentine i mean not my bullet for my valentine excuse me uh, <clears throat> but this week we are talking about Exodus, Tales of the Damned. That's right. And the comic book was written by Ian Edkinton, and the art was done by Luis Guargana. So the comic <clears throat> basically follows this girl named uh, Tess, I believe. Anyways, we'll call her Tess. And she gets a phone call one day that her sister Erin has gone missing. She goes to the college. Uh, to figure out what's going on. She's a former FBI agent, but her parents died, and she's had to take care of her little sister. And she soon discovers from a roommate that apparently there was this wavelength that had been um, hitting their radios, and it suckers them in, right? It's almost like it latches onto your brain. It makes you obsessed with it, and it got to such a point that they would spend hours going through the radio dial trying to find the signal. So Aaron figured, <clears throat> why not 
but uh, try to find the source yourself, right? What better way? Unfortunately, she's been missing ever since then, and Tess will soon discover when she goes on this road trip, she goes to the last place that the credit card was used, and the guy said, yeah, everybody ends up at the backwoods. Apparently, that's the name of a town or something, the backwoods. But anyways, when she gets there, she sees the scene of cars. She goes and investigates, and sure enough, a demon is playing all sorts of kind of music that has everybody suckered in. And remember, nobody leaves alive. Ever. So that's all you need to know. I don't want to spoil it for you. So uh, go and check out the comic yourself. It's a one-shot. Uh, and cool enough, it's priced $6.66. Nothing more metal than that. Uh, it's a great comic. The artwork is fantastic. I love the writing. Uh, if you're a fan of, of Exodus, it's kind of cool to see the uh, that demon from uh, Temple of the Damned, that record. Very, very cool. So make sure you check this out. It's definitely worth, worth a check out, especially if you're a fan of comic books and heavy metal like I am. And uh, stuff like that. Cool, cool comic. Uh, I'm giving it a A- minus for a final grade. There you go. You can check it out. That is going to do it for this week. As again, promised five minutes or less is what those reviews are. I have a up until the five-minute mark to explain what's going on. After that, I have to stop. But I always get it in time because I know what I'm doing. Uh, anyways, I want to thank you guys for tuning in again. As always, I'm trying to pump these out. I've been a little bit under the weather. As you can tell, my voice has been changing throughout the episode. I'm trying my best here uh, to get this episodes out. Hopefully, hopefully soon enough, we'll be fine. Stuff like that. But for now, just thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next time right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. <laughs>